Hello and welcome to the Night's Rewatch podcast. We're going through Game of Thrones, one episode per week, and guess what? It's season four, episode nine, The Watchers on the Wall. So this is a good old battle episode. I'm joined today by Jake. Hello. And Vincent. Hi. Super. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately no Maya, because guess what? She had her stuff stolen. Uh, no, not stolen, <laughs> lost. Her bag's lost <laughs> in transit. <laughs> and and uh, once again, she's down recording equipment. So this has been an unfortunate <laughs> year for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we live without her. It's okay. She's <laughs> going to need to tape her equipment to her or something like that. Just always have it on her at some point. Otherwise, it's just going to be taken away. <laughs> just like, yeah, strap it to her head. Just like, okay, the, the microphone on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not going anywhere. So I understand you have a combat game this week. Do tell. Okay, yes, a very flimsily crafted <laughs> combat game. So excuse me if uh, it's a little best. raw. <laughs> I know, it's a bit troublesome. Um, coming up with WWE a game on the spot. Raw, I believe that's trademarked. There you go. Yeah, it's more like <laughs> wrestling, but with swords. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the idea is basically it's like Mortal Kombat-ish in a way. I have dice to roll for your attacks and your blocks. Um, basically, it's just chance as to how things will play out. But you have six characters that you're allowed to select from. After you select a character, we'll begin uh, by rolling to see who will go first. Whoever has the highest dice is I the first to one pick, to go. I wanted to pick a character that you probably haven't got on your character selection screen. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that if you'd like to hit the question mark that you see in most games where you can just <laughs> randomly select a character. And it randomly selects a character from anywhere in the world. Like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Ollie, shit. <laughs> yeah, you, oh man, that would actually... <laughs> Oh, we'll get there today. <laughs> so the whole point of the game is that after you choose your character, it'll be you kind of technically have three health. So after three unsuccessful blocks from an attack, the other person is given a fatality. So if you guys are <laughs> interested in giving it a go, sure. So my understanding uh, yeah. is, in a more practical level, is we have to say what we want to do with our characters and fight each other. Yeah, and then I will roll to see if you are successful or not. Okay. Um, cool. Okay. It's, it's a pen and paper Street Fighter. All right. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, the audible, the audible Mortal Kombat. Um, so now give us our character, please. <laughs> so on the selection screen, you have six characters to choose from. Okay, so rounding up the roster for your selection of character on the selection screen is Hodor. Barristan Selmy, but young Barristan Selmy. That's important. <laughs> oh, good. All Season- oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Season one, Jamie still has two hands. This is important and as well. Sexy hair. <laughs> and sexy hair. Uh, recently, not deceased Oberyn Martell. So he still has brains inside his skull. <laughs> Okay. All right, so they sort of squidge it back together. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. It's all, it's, all kind of, it's all kind of duct taped and <laughs> wrapped up, glued. <laughs> Yeah, like it's got Maya's head, uh, audio equipment on there as well. <laughs> um, the mountain, of course, um, right before being poisoned, and my personal favorite, and I think one of the toughest combatants of all, Robert Aaron. That's right, sweet Robin. Mm. Okay, uh, mm. I picked the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, character um. locked, <laughs> locked in. Uh, I mean, it seems obvious. <laughs> okay, let's go for a 
Battle of the Giants, I choose Hodor. Hodor, <laughs> you the mountain. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's test our might. Uh, okay, so I'm going to roll to see who's going to go first. So this rolls for Vincent. Vincent got an eight. All right, that's pretty good. And for Thomas, Thomas got a three. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and roll for Vincent. Uh, Vincent, how would you like to uh, attack the, um, the giant in front of you? I will tackle the mountain because Hodor hasn't that much of, of moves. <laughs> will t- okay. I will tackle right. the mountain. I- you tackle the run, run at him. <laughs> am, am I allowed to say what say what I do? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you'd like to say how you plan on defending that. Okay, I hold my sword outwards in a sort of straight <laughs> position. <laughs> All right, so at the current moment, we have Hodor charging the mountain, and the mountain has figured out that if he just leans his sword out, <laughs> things will probably go well for Brace. him. Okay, so he's braced and ready to go. All right, so this first roll will be for the attack, and then the second roll will be for the defense. So, hmm? <laughs> so? so Vincent, you got a six, and Thomas, well, seven. Congratulations, you did one better. Okay, so, so, as, so I, I, I thought it was going to be like, and my sword slices into his doughy flesh, but this is anything important. <laughs> so as you as you charge Hodor, you fail to realize that the mountain has figured out pretty quickly that he can just let his sword hang. Can, can, uh, you can take I give, a give him a wound for that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're given a, you you uh, you slices his left arm off. Hodor, you've got no left arm. Shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't <right>. need that. <laughs> You take you take one damage, so which is pretty critical. So since you only have three, um, all right, all right. I want so to attack Thomas's again. turn to attack. All right, I I like to reach my arms up and just roar really loudly, attempting to burst his eardrums. So you use sonic boom, <laughs> and I yes. only have one hand left. All right, yeah, you only have one hand. Exactly. Yeah, you can't cover both ears. <laughs> so how would you like to defend this uh, sonic boom from the mountain? Um, I I throw myself at the ground with one side of my head and push my hand to the other side of my head. So my ears are covered. Okay, so, so you look like an old Indian uh, searching for buffalo. Exactly. Like, okay, got it. <laughs> oh, uh, doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> since since this one's pretty bad, I may have to uh, <laughs> I may have to kill Hodor here with two points. No, well, <laughs> because that was a Thomas. You got a ten. You got a Four. ten, and uh, Vincent, you got a three. But he's just shouting. <laughs> shouting can't kill me. <laughs> he just, he's only shouting Hodor. He doesn't <laughs> <laughs> burst your ears outwards. Yeah. Okay. I can't hear. I take one damage, but that can't kill me. <laughs> all right, all right. You're, you got one more chance, but your eardrums are now officially gone. Yes. Your left arm is completely gone as well. And the um, you're pretty stands. you're pretty staggered from the whole uh, whole thing. It's it's one one v <laughs> three at the moment. Mountain is at full health. He's got you beat pretty good. So, <laughs> Vincent, okay. how would you like to attack? Um, in my struggle of life, I take up my uh, cut-off arm and use it as a club against the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> gonna beat the mountain with your with your arm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got Thomas, how would you like to defend? Uh, I haven't got a good this. way to defend against that. It sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, so I you like kind of cowering. I, I try and just grab it, you know, and and punch him, you know. But Please, miss. obviously, it's it's a bit difficult. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you're gonna grab and punch, and <laughs> Todor, you are going to slap him with your decapitated arm. Yes. All right. So so let's go attack and <laughs> defense here. That's eight versus nine. So who got the nine and who got the eight? <laughs> <laughs> Vincent, as you rush to attack the mountain. Mm. The mountain goes to grab your severed arm from your grasp, but just, just misses, yes, just grazes yes. it. And the mountain is met with a face full of decapitated Hodor hand yes. as he's bitch slapped across the face. Yes. His helmet goes flying, and now the mountain is officially dazed, taking one point of damage. Yeah. It, is now, <laughs> it is now a one or a two to one health ratio. Well, <laughs> Thomas, how would you like to respond to Hodor's decapitated arm attack? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I I try and use my sword to uh, slice dear Hodor's head clean off. You know, and it flies <laughs> into the crowd if I succeed. All right, you're going for a full, just a full swing. All right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hodor, how would you like to defend against your potential decapitation? I'd like to back up, but not like turn around and back up in my stupidity I just stumble backwards. Well, you should attack oh, okay, as well so you, or something. <laughs> Alright, so your defense from and getting your head cut off arm is... Him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's back to, up and throw your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see how this plays out. So we have Thomas, who's going for the full swing, and <laughs> Vincent, who's decided to throw his his only weapon against the mountain. I've got nothing. It's, it's the most successful weapon so far. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you are absolutely correct. So let's see what happens here. So for attack, that's... <laughs> okay. All right. That's interesting. And for Vincent? Uh, that doesn't oh, sound good. No, this is getting quite interesting. So as... Uh, <laughs> As uh, as the mountain reaches towards you and swings his big giant sword at you, you stumble back and it just grazes the tip of your nose, but you're unharmed. And as you th throw your arm, <laughs> you throw your arm, um, it smacks the and it mountain. the mountain on the face, I guess. <laughs> it smacks him in the face once again, yes. knocking him back. <laughs> It's like, well, your arm may have been an effective weapon, but now you are disarmed. <laughs> <laughs> so as you fall back, you slip on the blood that's congealed on the floor from all the all the Hodor blood, and uh, your sword flies up in the air and cuts off your right arm. Something has to come off of you. So <laughs> the mountain who's, is now also stunned. Whose turn is ostensibly disarmed? Now? All right, so you're stunned and unarmed, and so is Hodor. Oh, it is literally a death. This is the last roll. This is a death roll here. I'm okay. amazed this one as okay. far as it did. Okay, so my this is now Vincent's attack. And yeah, this is also Okay, with my stronger <laughs> right hand, I reach out for, for the hardest bitch slap I have ever given someone. <laughs> okay. So you're just winding Cut up. It. Yeah. <laughs> 
Taylor's anyway, got a lot I'm, of rage I'm, today. I'm slapping him as well, not not just to wind up. That would be fatal on the <laughs> last round. <laughs> I'm also executing okay, I, the hardest bitch, bitch slap I ever did. Okay, the All hardest right. bitch slap. I, I do... I, I do like one of those jumps out of, um, well, you know, like Jedis do, uh, where they like fly into the air, then land on the other side of someone, uh, and then like, I guess, uh, what, punch him with my remaining hand? Like left hand. It's over Hodor, good. I have the higher ground because I am the mountain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I fly over him and claim the higher ground and then punch him. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So we got some Jedi shit going on. All right. So this is going to end one in one of two ways. It's going to end like a reality TV show with a Hodor bitch slap, or it's going to end like Star Wars Jedi. Let's roll here. So, so for Vincent's bitch slap, okay. And for ooh, for Thomas's. Ooh. Thomas's Jedi attack. Okay, so am I the heal in this fight? <laughs> let me. No, there's no healing. There's only death. No, um, no, no. Like in, in wrestling, you have the face and the heel, the good guy and the bad guy. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I, I, well, given that you were booing me, I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> well, I wasn't saying boo. I was saying. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh, I was oh. saying boo words. <laughs> boo mountain. Okay, yeah. I was tell us words. the outcome, Jake. Tell us the outcome. Uh, all right, so here's what happens. So as Hodor winds up for the biggest bitch slap he's ever given, yes. um, <laughs> Hodor swings his arm as hard as he can. As he swings, the mountain leaps up into the air oh. and lands on top of a... a, a cart of cheese and <laughs> says it's over Hodor I have the higher ground and uh, what was it Thomas you you want to slap him? That, that, that I just punched him <laughs> just you oh, know okay. I'm, I'm just re- like, I was still remembering that punch from the <laughs> oh come on you so saw how hard he punched over and it was like <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> So as uh, as uh, the mountain winds up and punches you in the face Hodor your teeth are scattered everywhere <sighs> Um, you are hit so hard that you actually regain the ability to speak the English language and you say, oh man, that really hurt. Oh man, what's going on? But unfortunately for you, you are about to hit a fatality. Thomas, are you ready to uh, Okay, well, I, I, I mean, surely, right? I have to stick my hands onto his pudgy um, midriff and just pull nice. sideways and split him apart like I'd split apart an Ooh. apple. Oh, nice. <laughs> Fatality. Finish him. And Hodor is dead. That was a I'm surprising sure outcome. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was far more entertaining than I thought it would. That was surreal. That was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting. The whole thing was surreal. I, I don't think I should be allowed to do games anymore. Oh, um, such, such a bloody episode. <laughs> so in this episode, it is the Battle of... The wall. This is a hundred thousand wildlings and a hundred dudes in Castle Black. A hundred dudes. There's some properties and one girl. <laughs> like, it is a and one baby. pretty much a dude fest. <laughs> yes, a full blown sausage fest. Yeah, and and that's it. That's the entire episode is in Castle Black and you know on the wall. So <laughs> we're we're going to do it more chronological than usual because there aren't locations to jump to. Uh, yeah. So Daenerys, who cares what she's doing? 
probably not interesting. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're uh, only in uh, Castle Black today. And there is no Maya today because uh, this is the wall. And uh, rule number one is no girls allowed. So that's why she's not here <laughs> yeah. today. In, in, in the treehouse, I mean the wall, sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> so John and Sam are standing atop the wall at the beginning. And uh, Sam wants to have a little small talk. So he's like, so uh, girls, eh? You know, <laughs> definitely interesting. Yep, they're like bags of sand, aren't they? <laughs> trying to, try, try to figure out how, uh, how sex works from, from John because no one ever told him when he was young and no one ever showed him as a lady yet. So, <laughs> uh, so he's so he asking about... Well... <laughs> where do you put your sword, John? Uh, in my sword holder, Jesus. <laughs> it's a sheath. No, you put it in a lady. <laughs> and then uh, he's saying that the vows are well. They don't specifically forbid uh, making love. You know, they they say you may not take a wife. They say you may not father children. But they don't say that you may not stick your pinky in a lady's hole. You know, they can do what you like with that. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I and like he, yeah. It's it's kind of fun how Sam is looking for all the loopholes that he can find <laughs> to, to be with. And they woman. certainly don't say anything about using your tongue. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the opening scene. It's very, it's like kind of like a, a calm before the storm kind of thing. That's yeah. what I like. I'll get it out of the way. This is probably one of my favorite episodes, if not my favorite. I don't know. When we get to Battle of the Bastards, I'll have my decision then. But for now, this is up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the I, I like this a lot more than Battle of the Bastards for yeah. logical yeah. sense. See, I like it because it's structured so well as well because it's literally, it's not just the battle. Like when we get the Battle of Blackwater, we have scenes elsewhere and we're kind of going all over the place and then we get to the battle. But here it's like, okay, we're prepping for the battle. Now we've had the battle, plus here's the aftermath. So it's like, it's, it's just the first episode that we've had where it's only Castle Black. Yeah, see, I do like it, and there's very little to criticize, but um, I, I, I don't quite have the same feeling you do, where it's like the best episode. Uh, I, I actually, to be fair, I think, probably I, I just came off the best episode with the Viper of the Mountain. You know, I really yeah, love that. That's good, too. That's up there, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got to categorize. Um, I got to categorize. Just a strong <laughs> ending of the season, you, you can say. Yes, we'll just say this is part of a, a, a good package for season yeah. four. You're, you're getting into fangirl mode, you know. <laughs> like, I am oh getting gosh, a little hyped. Yes. I'm Swords, yes. <laughs> okay, just because I have a Kit Harrington pillow doesn't mean I'm a fangirl. All right, I've got my I've got my limits. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so John's then tries explaining what it's like being with a woman. It's like, well, it's like when you got to block a really nice cheese. No, it's like I just, I just have no idea how to say. And and he says, I don't know, Sam, I'm not a poet. It's like until he said that, he he wasn't doing too badly, except that he was being so vague. And it's like, you you dudes, all right, you can say what it's like as well as what it feels like. You know, that it's <laughs> I don't know. It's quite an interesting way of putting it, but then yeah, John gives up and uh and Sam says, Yeah, you're not a poet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam Sam's a little better with words than John is on on certain things. Yeah, it's it's a good buddy buddy scene. Um yeah. I it, it is nice, isn't it? It's nice to see um something homely, I suppose, something that makes you believe they're real people a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's just like the the you know, the military chat before the the big battle. And um 
it, it, it kind of reasserts that you really want these people to live. So when a battle like this comes up and we don't know what to expect, especially in a season uh, or in an episode nine episode, then <laughs> it's like, oh, well, please yeah, don't get and, too and comfortable. Too, don't get too lovey-dovey. <laughs> <laughs> Sam opening his wallet to look at a picture of Gilly and being like, it's my, my last day on the watch. <laughs> just just going to make it through this <laughs> one. I'm one day away from retirement. <laughs> Feels a bit like that. Oh, lethal weapon. That's uh, yeah. That's pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty much how these episodes play out. It's like, hey, let's remind you how much you really like this character before we brutally murder them in front of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a great there, day there, for nothing bad to happen. There are some good deaths this episode, but we're, we'll keep going. Actually, you know what? I I want to say something. So. Um, <laughs> it's not in there yet, but I want to say is I was counting how many uh, of the Night's Watch were dying on on camera. Uh, because <laughs> I, I, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And, and like, I think I think more than should have died because, like, they did say just a couple episodes ago, like there are a uh, hundred men or near enough. Like, they there are not many bloody nights watchmen and do you want to take a guess how many i counted 113 <laughs> no no it, it was <laughs> it, it, it was still a, a realistic that's the thing it wasn't a stupid number so do you want to take another guess <laughs> um how many so it's 100 i would say like i'm gonna go with like mm, seven no 65 65 is my number i'm saying it was 50 i i counted 43 so it was a little lower than that, um, oh. which you know. So it's it's a realistic number until you realise that there was lots of implied fighting as well as all the fighting you actually saw. Because um, I I don't know if uh, if Igrit even killed anyone in that number because all of the shots of her, the camera's facing her as she's firing off arrows. And I can't count for that because I don't know if she hits anything or not. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> so I, I literally only count the ones I could see. And and so I'm, I'm left feeling like, gosh, there are really only going to be about, <laughs> you know, it, once you include all the off-screen deaths as well, all the implied ones, there's only going to be 10 men left. Well, there's only like one tracking shot of Egret uh, actually shooting like three different people. Yeah. It's it's uh and it's yeah. kind of cool i like it it's where it's like boom 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 and she's just picking them off um but yeah I, the rest of the episode if you have to guess if she's made a kill you go by the look of satisfaction on her face um so if she well, well then like, it has to go up a few more it, has, it probably goes up to 50 <laughs> you yeah know? exactly we see us shoot quite a few arrows looking longingly into the distance <laughs> I mean, if you think of the Night's Rewatch as only having, or the Night's Rewatch, that's us. Hello. If that's, <laughs> it's hard not to say. We, we had a good fight, but I've got to be honest, I don't think we had the, the same level of yeah, emotional yeah. depth in us. Yeah, it's 43 plus us three who survived, so 40, 46 altogether. Plus, plus Maya, oh, good. Oh, good. she's off, off screen at the moment, don't worry, she's, she's fine. She, she she's, our, she's our gilly, she, she's good. She's hidden away in a storage yeah. room. <laughs> it's just the lone survivor. <laughs> right, because we're all going to kill this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is our final episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we see an owl landing on a piece of wood. The owl was being controlled by Then Warg, who's at a camp with Igret, Tormund, and Steer. Or Steer. I don't know how to say that. S-T-Y-R. Stir. 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 
Stir. Okay. So his name. So Tormund is telling uh, the story of his uh, his favorite night ever uh, when he uh, enjoyed uh, a bear. You know, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Said, "Oh, she was great," (laughs) and gets cut off by Igret, who's like, "Um, "You know, you didn't do a bear. We know you didn't do a bear. There's no bear that did this with you." And he's like, "Ah." Kind of there was. Well, it's like fair, but maybe there was, you don't know. <laughs> exactly, because technically uh it's theorized that Tormund's speaking not of an actual bear, but of a Mormont. So this is this leads Cretans to possibly Tormund having little bear children on Bear Island. Oh, see, I, I want it to just be actual bear, you know. I, I for me, <laughs> nothing else works. <laughs> just just bear just like, literal bears, ginger bears. You want ginger bears. <laughs> That would be the best. Oh my god. <laughs> they would they would look awesome. It grips them being um pushed a bit to um uh, well, about how she didn't kill Jon Snow and so she's saying, look, if anyone else kills him, then I've got an arrow for them. And having having that moment. Um <laughs> I would just and, I would just really like to see it if if somebody else actually did kill Jon Snow and she just walked up, she's like, Congratulations, here's your arrow. And your arrow. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Golden arrow. Stir is a doubt <laughs> that she'll do it. Stir. Uh, meanwhile, Gilly is walking to Castle Black. Okay, and da, 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 da. Maester Eamon catches Sam, who's reading a book about wildlings. At midnight in the library, because that's what he does, I guess. <laughs> um, so he's trying to learn the things that may have happened to the wildlings like Gilly. Um, and Eamon kind of gets it. Eamon also spots that it's Sam without knowing. He's just like, yeah, of course it's you. Jesus Christ. Who else would be in here at midnight? Like, dude, everyone else can't uh, read. <laughs> there's only one person who smells like butter biscuits after reading the pantry at midnight. <laughs> That's Samuel Tarling, so I know it's you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, did you come here en route from your rations again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so how, how do we feel about this little scene? Because, I mean, honestly, like, I kind of want to push straight on because there's so much to get through. Oh, I mean, I, it's just... Go ahead, Vincent. I, I like the times when when Amon talks about his his youth, about what it was like uh, in the in the early days of Westeros, when there mm-hmm. was Targaryens on the throne. I like those <laughs> moments, but yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I he's having a nice Aemon. moment about that, I suppose. He's like, "Oh, things were great then, you know, <laughs> when I was in line to be on the throne, and I met women. Oh. Yeah, back in my <laughs> and I was able to see stuff." <laughs> yeah, yeah I like Eamon. Eamon's kind of like a, a good counter to uh, Pycelle, who's kind of the old, corrupt, yeah. um, plays coy. But Eamon, he's like the old, wise, uh, went into hiding kind of character. I mean, uh, and although he d- you don't see much of him, he's such a likable character, and his death is so sad. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! When we get to that, I'm <laughs> going to. I might. I might have to take a knee for that one. Yeah. So, as Sam leaves the library, he is shouting from the gate, where Pip is explaining to Gilly, she can't come in, I can't open the door. And Sam's like, open that fucking door! <laughs> and like, wow, it says Sam... no girls allowed. <laughs> Sam moments, you know. It's like, but you can't have girls in here. Dude, this is my girl. <laughs> my girl's allowed in here. No, that, that's not a conversation that happened. <laughs> so, Sam's, well, Sam, Sam's balls finally dropped. 
Yeah, I mean, it's nice having Pip being busy, I suppose. Like, he, it, it is nice having a named character who you can follow who isn't John or um, <laughs> or Sam. Because if it was uh, on Daenerys' side of um, side of the ocean, then you'd have like, oh, look, it's Grey Worm guarding the gate or whatever. You'd never have a different character. You don't have these different layers. You have the same yeah. handful. Well... <laughs> Here there are a few underlings who don't matter, who we know. I like that. I think it works out because it's like they're all sharing the same workload as well, yeah. right? So they're always going to be doing relatively the same thing with each other. And uh, and like you said, it's good to have characters that we actually enjoy and kind of know to follow along elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> We need a bit of a break I mean, up. To, when it... to be honest, right? <laughs> um, the Night's Watch at this point is getting so small <laughs> after this episode. <laughs> That yeah. frankly, if they had just had sixty actors that they called back repeatedly, you know, th- there's no reason that you wouldn't just get to know kind of everyone at least in in backgrounds, you know, because there's so few left now. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to hold on to the Night's Watch that you have right now. <laughs> well, I, I'm just thinking forward to season seven when they have their expedition and they bring some random one, uh, some random oh. Night's Watchmen who <laughs> just tricks. die. As soon as every time they're on the screen, it's because they're dying. And it's like, I don't know who you are. And, and this is like the opposite of that, where you do know who people are, even if you don't really need to. No, Tim. Joey. Joey. <laughs> you can imagine John being like, oh, dear. Uh, well, who was that? What was his name? I, I didn't see them go. <laughs> no, I never formally introduced myself to him. <laughs> it's it, like they're sort of being eaten by a bear I'm Dave <laughs> <laughs> remember my name Dave what did you say Dave I can't I can't hear him I don't know we'll just remember him as as guy number three <laughs> uh, Gilly gets in and uh, they have a loving uh, reunion and then, then they uh, start going to safety don't they um, he promises to keep her safe meanwhile John hears the horn blow. <laughs> um, where where was this? Were they at the bottom? I, I don't quite remember where they were at this part. John of the was on top of the wall when he hears the horn blow because he's taking the watch. Right, but then he talks to Sir Alistair, so he clearly... Alistair is also him. up there. Ah, yeah, well, that explains too. a lot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so the horn starts blowing when while while the, while we see Sam down and everyone is up there just preparing and waiting for the the wild things to arrive. Yeah, okay. Why is Sir Alistair at the top though? I mean, surely he should be down at the bottom. Because being, like... he, he wants to stand there and look <laughs> awesome while he does nothing. <laughs> no, I, I feel Alistair. like I know I know the real reason it is that like he he has an important line of dialogue to say, which is um is go on, John, say it. I should have blocked the gate while I had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> and John's like, well, John is very compassionate about that in, in seriousness. He, he's trying to be like, um, it was a hard decision to make. Inside, like his inside voice, like, yeah, you fucking should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his inner self is just screaming, you think? <laughs> <laughs> I actually was having a thought about this that, like, why. Why didn't they just freeze out, like, the outside of the tunnel so that you could only fit, like, a single-file man through there? And then, like, it would be really easy to defend. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> we kill the man who comes through the door. So you, just, 
You mean like make it like a smaller tunnel, like too yep. too small for anybody to get through? No, well, small too small for a, for a, a giant. man. Maybe leading his horse behind him, but no giants and no yeah. men in like double file or anything. Oh well, for a job like that, you'd think maybe you might as well just seal up the rest of it, though, right? Because like, if there's no possible no, way they, for them they, to they... get in, yeah, yeah, but no, you need no. to get uh, ra- rangers out. So, Thomas means just yeah. just a small tunnel, so one man oh. can fit through. I think that's a bad idea, though, because you're literally going onto the like. If you put one ranger on the other side of the wall, there that... can be more, but they have to walk in a line. <laughs> no, I know, but that just—I mean, like that's kind of just like setting up for failure if you think about it, because you're just like, "Hey, look at all those rangers in one line! Wow, I really only need to use one bolt to shoot, and I can take out like seven of them in one no, go." Because like the whole point all was literally they... in a line. <laughs> oh my gosh, this isn't about going out there to fight them. It's about being able to go for raging missions in like peacetime or whatever. And if oh, just in the time oh, of a raid, no, <laughs> not more than one person can get in. <laughs> just That's just and, and Thomas' then, train of thought. I get what Thomas tries to say. Yeah, well, because like, I'm thinking you guys are just like trying to shish kebab the Night's Watch or something. No. Like, if, they, if they all go through one tunnel. No. It's just like, man, why do we keep losing men? The single file system is broken. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, no, think of it the other way. Imagine the wildlings coming through single file and then it was the sheep kebab the other way, see? Yeah. Yeah, okay, there we go. I've been heard back from the other people on the other side, so I think we're going okay. Just keep putting people through and see what happens. I think I put it in Jake's language. I talked about shish kebabs and he seems to get it now. (laughs) Yes, yes, now we're talking. If it's fried fried meats, now now we're on my chapter. (laughs) So that was the conversation with Sir Alistair. So that's John, like, learning about leadership a bit, or, I don't know, maybe showing that he's a potential leader by how great he is at acknowledging that things are hard. Uh, so moving on. <laughs> uh, Sam brings Gilly to a safe storage room and um, and then, like, wants to leave. And she's like, wait, no, you can't leave, you stupid twat, you know? And it's like, wait, what? Why, why not? Because you, you're going to die out there. Oh, Yes. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> oh, that part. Oh, the death part. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this is the conversation about how Sam is not a fighter. And he's like, I might not be a fighter, but I can do useful things out there. And I, I need to go. But I promise you, I won't die. It's like, uh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I promise that I will also not die. I, I, this is a confusing conversation. I don't think these are promises. That we can promise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to bring it up again, but this is a, it just reminds me so much of Team America where she's like, just promise me you won't die on the next mission. And he's like, you know, I can't promise that. She's like, that's sad because if you promised me that, I'd make love to you right here and now. And he's just like, I promise I will never die. <laughs> so, oh, so Sam, you gotta, you gotta get some sort of like, you know, uh, <laughs> something written up before you, you officially say I, I promise I will not yeah. die <laughs> you know you know. on the, the first watch of this scene it was like okay he promised he won't die he isn't alive at the end of this episode yeah oh but exactly. this, this is <laughs> this is also like in, in true like last day on the watch fashion uh, this is this first kiss between Sam and Gilly uh, and I think it's kind of his initiation but like she totally wants it you know they've been waiting it's, for this it's, for a while. Yeah. it's cute it's really sweet. It. It's adorable. I'm, I'm, I mean, like, I'm a, we're, we're manly men here at the Night's Rewatch, but sometimes, sometimes we just gotta, 
you know, right. get a little soft and, and remember <laughs> that these moments are tender and that Sam is Sam is our boy and he's doing good. Yeah. Hey, this one's really sweet. I I, yeah. I thought it was actually very um, down to earth, if anything, uh, which is a funny thing to say about Game of Thrones. But hey, it happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in a show like this, you don't expect moments where the the hero and and, and honestly, Sam is kind of a, a hero in his own way. Uh, you know, kisses the girl before he goes <laughs> off to to do battle with uh with the wildlings. So it it, it works surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, if it was John Snowden, you're like kissing his, you know, Igris or some girl like that, but less yeah um, a- active, saying, "I kiss you." All right, goodbye. I'll be back soon. <laughs> So long. <laughs> that'd be a little. I promise little you, I won't die. Was... <laughs> no, that's a good point. I mean, it would it would feel a lot hokier if it was like the hero. But since we're all kind of rooting for Sam to succeed, this moment we're like, yeah, you did it, Sam. Kissed a girl and you <laughs> liked it. Okay, Alistair orders the archers to knock their arrows, but they draw instead. Well, uh, Gran accidentally drops a barrel down the wall. Alistair drills <laughs> the men. Follow the orders. Do you think knock means draw? No, draw something. <laughs> no, think sir. hold means drop. No. no sir. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a good scene. It's like it, it it's him actually being a leader for once, which is weird because yeah. this is like the one episode where he commands respect. Like you mm-hmm. as the audience, like he's got a hard situation and he's handling it as best he can. So yeah, it's fair enough, really. I like Alistair Thorne in this scene because it's like we've we've known him for so long as being like the prick of of Castle Black, <laughs> and um, we haven't really grown to love him necessarily. And this this episode, it's really good. I think it's because it's like you know, yeah, he's thorny and yeah, he's he's harsh and stuff like that. But at the same time, like when push comes to shove and things need to be get or when things need to get done, you know, he's he's the, the guy <laughs> that can lead. And uh, it just shows that he's being, he's kind of like, he's almost like a snape almost in a way, I think. Like he's, he's tough on them, but he's also, you know, got their back in a way. But then betrayal later on, which we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, meanwhile, the horn's blown down below to signal the uh, additional wildlings. The, this is Tormund's band that have been coming up from Molestown. Uh, probably should listen to Gilly about that, really. But there we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? I'm just a listener. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and, and so this is now a problem and Alistair has to choose what to do. And so he orders uh, Janos Slint to take control and he goes down below. And luckily all, all their lifts seem to work the entire duration of the battle. Like the wildlings never think to slash the ropes. <laughs> That's really convenient. <laughs> uh, so then we're starting to see the wildlings really attacking and it, you get that big overhead shot as well, showing them running up and uh, like the arrows flying on fire coming towards them and stuff. It's really mm-hmm. cool. This is good shit. They, kinda, right? they look like angry festival goers that have <laughs> a concert canceled early. And so they're like, <laughs> coming out to the wall. They just kind of look like, like they sh- came from Burning Man. <laughs> they're like shooting their jaw sticks at each other. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are those glow sticks? Yeah, they are. Why are they, why are they throwing them? Oh my gosh, they smell so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that smell? Yeah, that's how they defeat them by not bathing. <laughs> okay. Um so uh we see some wildlings and brothers starting to lose their lives. Um uh so this is actually a grit starts shooting through the cracks at the nice watch people. So like, oh Jesus, she's a bit OP if anything, like 
<laughs> if she'd been it's, in that yeah. fight earlier, uh, I'd have just said, well, I shoot an arrow but on, in his eyeball and he's it'll, it'll dead. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like one of those mobile games where it's like two rubies for an infantry, but you can get like 10 rubies for like an OB <laughs> tank and she comes in, she comes into play. She, she, she's the pay-to-win uh, model, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, right, this does seem to be the season where plot armor starts being a bit of a thing because... Previously, we haven't actually seen that many of the big battles um, in, in this kind of depth. Well, now the battles are all about watching in long tracking shots as John or Igrit or whoever goes and kills seven people. And like, and it makes it look less realistic than it did when it, you just didn't see much battle. You kind of, Jamie was in a battle and you know, but you'd kind of assume, well, he killed a few people on the edges, but held his distance if he needed to or you know wasn't stupid about it well yeah, we haven't had a big battle since like the blackwater really as as like the largest battle i can think of since mm-hmm. the last season so it's it's been a while since we've had like a good you know long well no no, no but you're, you're missing what i'm saying here that it, it's the fact that the main characters in it have plot armor this season onwards so like um the first was Ramsey, where he was shirtless. <laughs> Remember that? And then, oh and now you've got like oh, yeah. true, several true, in true. this episode where Tormund and Igrit and John uh, all appear to have plot armor. They just fight and kill and fight and kill and fight and kill. And like, not because they're. <laughs> they fight and kill. Not because they're. Fight and fight and kill. Fight, fight, fight. Kill, kill, kill. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. Not because they're being defensive or anything. And like being tactical and and making the right moves it's just they're the best and nothing can hurt them that's not really true in a battle you know if you're in an open position you're going to get hit by an arrow or something and and yeah like it kind of i don't know it, it does take it away a little bit but i don't want to damage it i don't think the plot armor is at its worst here but in well, the coming season sorry i think that's I, well i mean we do lose egret so she she i yeah. guess she forgot her plot armor at the camp um, we we lose Igret in the slowest death of the whole episode. I I don't think that takes away from this much. I I appreciate that she can die in this battle, but she doesn't. She doesn't die because she's um being stupid early on. She dies at the moment she's meant to because she's seen her lover, and and that's uh I don't know. It, it doesn't quite have the same ring to it. I as get what the you're saying death. though. It's it, it is starting to kind of maybe feel a little bit more um, theatrical. In a I way. want to like call it we, Hollywood, yeah, yeah. When we talked about earlier with Sam kissing Gilly, now we're now we're referencing the whole <laughs> John with uh, Egret dying scene as well, and and her being in her arms and stuff like that, and saying mm. like, "Oh, we should have been in the cave" and all this stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, I see what yeah. you're saying. Mm. It's starting to hit that Hollywood Hollywood uh, stride a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so that <laughs> I'm just going to jump to this. Actually, is that more people are dying. Um, down below, and uh, <clears throat> and like Sam is there helping Pip um, fire arrows and stuff, and say, "Well, you better keep fucking firing." After Pip celebrates killing someone, and then guess what? Pip gets got, and this was done <clears throat> really nicely. Cut. This is the opposite <laughs> of that. When he gets shot like Biggie, like he's two back. Yo, he got got. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this is a really good death, though, because it's like it's sudden, it's scary. You weren't expecting it, and you don't know what to do. What after it's happened, it's like, oh shit! Well, what what's Sam going to do? Is he going to pick up the crossbow? Is he going to run off? What's he going to do? So that was super well done. Versus mm-hmm. the slow mo death, you know. I think this this is a good example in the same episode. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for one of the episodes where like a really important character literally just like, you know, step like misses a step or breaks through a step and like falls and breaks his neck and it's like that's the end of that guy. And it's like <laughs> I know it's kind of anticlimactic, but these are these are real life things that happen. I mean, there was a guy in um in the books that uh it was I think it was a Tyrell and he went hawking and he just kept looking at the bird and didn't see the cliff in front of him and went right off the cliff and died. <laughs> so the, the closest thing I can very embarrassing ways. is a uh, year on killing uh, his is it his dad or his brother I forget. Um, oh, his dad think, when he throws him off the bridge. Oh no, his brother. His brother. You're right. Sorry. His brother. Yeah. Well, I think that for me was <clears throat> sudden and scary, and it was a character that actually was important in, but not mm-hmm. not main character. He he was he was B tier character. He was like pretty important, but not like main character. Actually, it's surprising that he lived as long as he did. I mean, we've been doing Balon <laughs> Watch since like season two, I think, when he was supposed to take, like <laughs> bite the dust, and it hadn't since. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, meanwhile, up top is Janos having an existential crisis. Um, <laughs> he's just having a proper moment to himself, and so uh, who is it? Is it Gren? He's has the very clever idea of of saying, uh, "Janos, you were commanded to come down below. You, you're I needed. think it's Gren. Um, yes, Janos needs you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what a <laughs> what a smart idea. You know, this was a clever little moment that gave everyone could kind of see it including john including janos frankly but it's like <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna agree and go down and then this problem will sort itself out and john yeah. has the wall <laughs> he's never heard janos has never heard the term out of your depth before and it's safe to say that when he was like well, giants aren't real when there's a giant riding a mammoth <laughs> on its way at you i think it's well, fair to a- say you should be relieved of your duty yeah, I mean, he he's going mad. It's fine. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and so John gets everyone to start shooting. Also, uh, there's a nice shot of one of the uh, giants like firing an arrow up and it like just smashing apart one of the little um, boxes <laughs> that and they're piercing, yeah. using. Piercing the one, one of the brothers. Yes, which was yeah. such a cool transition shot. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of my favorite like shots of the entire uh, scene was because it just he's launched and you're taken from the top of the wall right down to the bottom and that's where we continue on from like it it, it, i don't know i love that (laughs) i'm getting i'm I'm getting fangirl again but just loved it no that's uh that's a really good (laughs) that's a really good shot yeah no no but there's something about giants shooting huge bows which is (laughs) always badass after post uh uh, scene for Rome from the Dark Souls games in the in the Discord. By the way, join the Discord. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, find the link at nightsrewatch.wordpress.com. Uh, yeah. Plug. All <laughs> oh, right, that was that was a good plug. Super smooth. <laughs> uh, John pretends to be Donkey Kong and uh, roll in barrels and watches the giants break down the gate. Uh, therefore, he invents a new security system, including six men with weapons. Uh, to back up the four-inch thick bars. So yeah, this is this is the old problem of the fact that they um, that this bloody tunnel is not going to hold. But luckily, only one giant wants to come in, and six, five or six men. I, I thought it was even six less men. than that. Gran yeah. and yeah. Gran six. Okay. Sh- should take five men. Oh well, well then, then it's said. forty-four people died. <laughs> okay, for sure that we saw. <laughs> okay, um, 
Right. So at least I uh, counted six when Gran said to the guy, "What was his name? I don't know." One named guy sure right. and another right. named guy. <laughs> And then he was like, Steven you, you three George. up there come with me too. And that's like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's six people. Yeah, actually, Gren's walking down, um, like pointing at people saying, I, I don't remember the names, but like, Stephen and Pillow and George. Clown and Conker, Matthew. come here. <laughs> Conker. <laughs> you may be a squirrel, but you're coming. <laughs> you're still useful to us. It, it's a really cool... Um, moment, I thought, just just that walking down. Like, I, I don't know, I, I don't have anything clever to say about it. Just, wow, that was cool. <laughs> I know this is kind of a weird thing to say, but it kind of feels like a ship in a way. Like, I know it's like a big siege and stuff like that, but it just feels like there's this, this uh, you know, if, if, the, if the hull is breached, then it's game over kind of thing. And mm. and they got to get down yeah. there immediately and, and plug that <laughs> plug that hole. Yeah, and luckily they only have, you know, a couple of giants out of the hundreds that they supposedly have to come and um, try and break open the gar- bars. So, yeah, six men, about right. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the other giants actually, the other 98 giants got uh, the wrong directions from MapQuest, um, so they ended up lost as well. So so this is actually cool to see Sir Alistair is good with a sword, and he has a reason to use it because Tormund is also good with things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's the raw uh, brute strength of, of Tormund as well when he comes at... Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, Alistair, <laughs> that's the guy, yeah. and it's he just he turns around and just he's like and just immediately goes after him. It just shows this like <laughs> that he's just in beast mode at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be honest, if if I had a bear right now, I'd chuck it in his direction and hope they make sweet sweet love because I do not want to bite him. <laughs> he just drops his sword and just lovingly opens his arms and moves towards the bear. Betty does not reciprocate whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> if the bear was just like slashing it with claws and he was like oh every, yeah that's it baby every, everybody stops fighting oh, and they're looking you, my on love. and they drop their weapons oh I missed you your loving <laughs> touch back scratched up bleeding everywhere <laughs> instruments are picked up and the knights watch begin to play as yeah. Stormin makes love to a bear right in front of him <laughs> Sam makes the pivotal decision to go up and tell John and so he's like okay Ollie Ollie Ollie, come on, wake up. <laughs> Send me up. <laughs> and Ollie sadly does, as in, like, he's looking really sad. Uh, <laughs> Ollie, <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. We like to have fun. But here. I can't betray you yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. And on his way, he meets Gren, leader of door security, um, and also tells Ollie, who's activating the elevator at the time, take a weapon. You have to fight the wildlings too. So, shit, everyone's going to fight wildlings. I wonder if Ollie killed anyone. <laughs> I think he mm, killed like, one. He just, yeah, at he least the one. Most important one. So, <laughs> so it is Ollie. confirmed that Sam, it's Sam's fault that Igret died. Yeah, if you if you connect the dots. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. No, there's definitely one. <laughs> oh, oh well. my god! That's but weird. on the other hand, it's Sam's fault that John lived. So yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. Sam arrives at the top, um, and yep, John has to. Go down, and so John, John's like, "Ed, you have the wall." Ed's like, "Oh shit!" No, not me. <laughs> no, I don't want to have the goddamn wall. Mate, it, I'll tell you what: the acting there is is pretty great because um, he really does have a good change, going through the range of surprise, fear, and then kind of decisiveness as he realizes this is what he's got to do. 
And he starts going, draw you, slimy <laughs> bastards, you know, just, yeah, and makes that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's a good little moment, but like, I, I don't know, we're, we're not going to need that much character development for Ed right now, so let's move on. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, John is going down the elevator, and at the bottom, he's like having a chat with Sam, isn't he? He's sort of saying some stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's hey, it. He Sam. gives the Sam. Hey, he gives Sam the key to Ghost's cage, um, and meanwhile, and and John like jumps out of the elevator while it's still like you know two meters in the air. And he's like, rolls hey, John, that's not proper safety just... procedure." Oh, okay, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's killed three guys before the elevators even got to the bottom. <laughs> he's just oh, he, he is on fire. He's like, "Shit, this plot armor is great." And well, uh, I think he's just being a little flashy. <laughs> he was a bit of a show up, isn't he? That John. <laughs> I mean, I'm out here. Master. I'm doing my best. Then <laughs> <laughs> you got this guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Magma Tundo Weg, the giant, <laughs> he manages in the in rage because of the, the dead um, other giants. Presumably, his friend. Who knows? Maybe even his lover. But we don't talk about that. <laughs> Uh, oh, he, he oh my god! Get... Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, and just two giants. They have to reproduce. Two, not an image. They I have my to, head. They have to reproduce too, Jake. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we eat more giants. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, well, all right, but like in the real world, you know, blue whales have uh, have a nine foot penis, and that's pretty damn big. That doesn't make this any better. <laughs> okay, imagine that, that like standing next to you, just no, just like towering <laughs> over. <laughs> oh god, it's starting to fall. Run! <laughs> that would be the worst way to die. Yes, crushed by whale penis is not the way I want to go. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, the giant gets under the first door and charges towards Gren and friends at the second door, um, and. Luckily, they have a really long time to talk about it first. It's like, Jesus, this is like Dragon Ball City. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay, I don't know if I can do this. You can do this, but guys, we can all do this. Okay, let's do the... And Eddie's like starts the chant of the um, the Night's Rewatch. Yeah. Starts Just remember the chant... what Sensei taught us. <laughs> <laughs> starts the, the chant, of the vows, that's it, that they take, um, saying how great they are. Um and like, Heathers, and we are really awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, they they just kind of standing there, holding out their swords and hoping. And so you could have kind of replaced this with just like a a log with some swords strapped to it, you know, for all the good it made. Um, you do not see the fight. You see right up to the moment that the giant gets there, um, and then it cuts away. Luckily, we are going to see the aftermath, so we know what happens. But like, I don't think it was long. <laughs> No, no I don't not. think so at all. <laughs> I think it, like, uh, to be honest, if they had, like, two of the guys stand further back, then they could have, like, slashed it, the giant's head while he was down there and, and they wouldn't have been squashed by the gate at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, we're getting close now. Okay. Um, Ed notices that the wildlings are withdrawing, which feels kind of weird. It doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense because I thought they'd just send like another three or four giants at the gate <laughs> and then just like get through that and that would be no problem. Just hold the gate open. Oh shit, look, we can put, you know, hundreds or thousands of wildlings through this this gate system. 
you know. Yeah, but it's like Gren died for whatever. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, right? Like, I really don't get why the Wildlings retreat then. Because from that side, they only sent um, a few hundred, if that, you know? And, 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 and it really didn't look like they were getting many casualties. They were just trying to climb the wall. Yeah, but they work. have no... They have no giants left to open doors, and climbing isn't an option they because do. they have the fucking scythe who can just maw away all the wildlings. But they do have, um, like, more giants, don't they? I mean, I thought that was the whole point of why John had to go and and stop. Well, them. they got mammoths. Which, by the way, just quickly, there was a guy. Uh, there was a scene where a guy got stomped on, and that was pretty sweet. Ah. Uh, ma- yeah. Death by mammoth <laughs> was really, really nice to see this well, episode. But they, I mean, didn't you know, see... they, they got mammoths. They didn't see any more giants, so I assumed they had no more giants at their disposal at the moment. So maybe they just had like people on stilts in baggy clothes pretending to be giants. To <laughs> yeah, <Ma- let's> watch. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they were like preparing their giant catapult, which would just fly the giants to the top of the wall and like <laughs> catch their hair and then like just tear it down, flock by flock. But but but, but Thomas. <laughs> For a giant oh to launch across the wall, you don't need a catapult. You need a trebuchet. Uh, <laughs> be, Again with the trebuchets. <laughs> just, you're a night's rewatch. You're oh, goddamn it! I keep saying it. You're a night's, you're a night's watchman. <laughs> this, all right, that that makes three. I feel like we we need a, a a sort of swear jar. Except instead of that, it's just calling the night's watch. The night's rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Subliminal messaging to watch or listen to the night's rewatch podcast. But if you're a night's watchman it, it, and you're it's just all right. on top of the they're, wall, they're already here. You, they're already here. They're, they're an hour into this, ep- or almost an hour into this episode. <laughs> like they've yeah, heard. if you're just joining us, <laughs> you've picked an odd time to start an episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, go, go go back a few. All right, like you're you're in like five minutes too late. I mean, a long too late. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. All right, back on topic. Um, so John arrives at the bottom uh, with all this stuff. Uh. Oh, and he, he starts having a fight with a steer. Stir. I'll tell you what, I was really surprised that this didn't end with um, Igrit shooting stir. So th- th- it's like a proper long sequence, maybe a minute mm-hmm. of raw being pushed about, and being pushed about more, and being thump, and being pushed about more. And then finally he grabs a hammer because he was pushed into a table near it or something. And... <laughs> Like just wham, one hit down. <laughs> Damn it! I should have pushed him into the crate full of doilies. Ah, why didn't I do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I've got doilies on my head. This is incredibly unflattering. <laughs> now I'm just going to leave in shame. <laughs> but it, is it just me that like I I really thought Igrit was going to like kill Stir then because they've had this whole thing of like hating each other for the last. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I could see it, but like at the same time, I like the way it played out because it kind of uh, nodded back to uh, Coral Fucking Tanner, the legend of Janali, as we've mentioned before. Uh, mm-hmm. After John spits in his face, which was something that Carl did uh, during their fight, so <laughs> it's John taking the dirty fighting technique um, and using it against the Then, and then he... hammer time. I think. I, I think. So. I think Igrid was just aiming at Sir. So if he kills John, that she can. Give him his arrow. Um, <laughs> Here you go. But um, it's like uh, you need an arrow, as, right? <laughs> yeah. But as he doesn't kill oh, him, very, very and John friendly, kills. 
<laughs> I think it was in the books that it was um, like an explosion on like an ice stair set that killed the the Magna or the Then. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I always feel like that that would have worked. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn on this because like if it was uh, just Igret doing it, it would be another kind of Hollywood moment. A bit, 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 mm-hmm. But um, too much. Yeah, like <laughs> the the way it was done. Um, likewise, didn't use all of this foreshadowing that they'd put in. It's like, why are you going to put all this shadow foreshadowing in? Like the whole conversation earlier, saying, "I'm going to kill the person who kills Jon Snow." <laughs> if you're not going <laughs> to use it, you know, just skip all of that and just don't oh, have it. Have a big, scary fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> and and yes, then you have. Uh, you have Igrit getting shot by uh, Ollie while she's pointing. Yeah, this was the snow. the birth of the fuck Ollie uh, subreddit. Um, was it? No, it can't have been this episode. It's, it, well, <laughs> I mean, it didn't help his case if it was <laughs> if it was pre-existing. I, I think this was before that. Like, it wouldn't make any sense <laughs> otherwise. I just, I remember like, them being like, fuck Ollie. And I'm pretty sure it was this eager thing because there was a whole bunch of other um, memes that were made where people were getting shot by arrows and they would just cut to Ollie nodding at them. <laughs> 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 it was a pretty great, pretty great time. <laughs> right. Okay. So Ollie does his bit. You know, he's doing his part. Um, and Igrit has such a slow death. Like, uh, I expected that mm, what you say song to be played, you know, <laughs> just it's like, like oh my gosh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> like, it, I it watched that entire ages. series and loved it. Good for you. I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just saw the SNL skit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any any thoughts on this? I mean, it's it's sad. Um, it's different in the books as where John doesn't really know if it was his arrow that killed her or not, and he's pretty sure it's it's not. He does find her on the battlefield. I like though. that. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I feel this may be one of the things where Groom is perhaps a bit less sentimental about having the moment of death be a big, mm-hmm. long, dramatic thing. Well, the show yeah, it just kind of happened. Yeah, like, well, the show battle, is more like, and more making it a thing. Like it, yeah. This is not the last time that we'll see someone have a slow death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when these scenes happen when they care more for the characters in the show. It's like the whole scene should just fade to black and two spotlights should shine down on both of them. <laughs> them it's like, <laughs> it kind of does. I mean, you pan out and like in the background are people fighting and two more people dying, but I couldn't tell if they're Night's Watchmen or Wildlings, but they were definitely yeah. both on the same <laughs> side that died. But anyway, <laughs> so I didn't count them. But like that, that was just going on. Meanwhile, John's being the stupidest he ever is of just standing still, being an ample target, you know, at sword height to, to but whatever. I, I don't know, this, yeah, that would have been sort of kind of messed really up if he was just holding Egret and then he didn't have a head. And was, uh, <laughs> that was very good. It'd be like, thrones. surprise, got you, says Torment. <laughs> Torment ends up being the last wildling there, um, and they manage to capture him alive uh, while he's still fighting. John sticks another bolt in him, and he's still fighting, but hold on to him. Um, so that's interesting, I suppose. Like, I don't know why they don't just kill him. I mean, he's not important as far as they know, except for the fact that obviously he's Torment and we know him. But yeah. yeah, well, he's kind of like a commander-ish in a way. I'd say, like, yeah. I know that the Who wildlings don't really have. With? 
Yeah. Like, oh, Mance Raider, we've got this guy. If you want him back, then, oh, you don't know who he is or you don't care about him? Well, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> no, thanks. I no, I mean, we're, we're going to kill this guy. Yeah, we don't want him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we have like, several sh- others like him. <laughs> and a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a literal bear. We have his children. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> okay, right. Let's show me on to the final, final, final scene then. Finale. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess we should. <laughs> okay, so uh, John is having a moment with Sam and he's saying what he's going to do. He's like, I'm going to stop this war. I'm going to talk to Mance. It's like, are you going to kill Mance? And John's like, yes. <laughs> um, and, and basically, he's saying his, his plan is just to go out there alone and see what happens. Is, is that it? Just pretty much the plan? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it doesn't really have like, much of a... Well, it, go ahead. Yeah. No, sorry. I was just going to say, it's just like uh, when John's like, well, it, it, or Sam's like, is that your plan? He's like, yeah, that's my plan. He's like, what's yours? You know, it's like, well, I mean, yeah. So, so like, it, he has, he has his moment of explaining how, like, he just wants to get close and see what he can do. And if he kills, um, Tor- uh, not Torment, if he kills Mance, then that would be a good thing and stop the war, hopefully. Which I guess makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. But um, it would pan out. but but like the whole thing is you're gonna get killed. Yeah, I'm gonna get killed if I stay here. And do you have a better plan? Yeah, like <laughs> it's a bad do, plan. If you don't, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, it is a good line. It's a bad plan, but it you know it's the plan. What's your plan? Like, that's <laughs> it's it's a fair enough comment here. Yeah, yeah I think it's. Um... You know, it's kind of like their last ditch effort. Uh, this is right before Stannis shows up. So, uh, as far as they're concerned, this is just like there's no hope after this because they're going to regroup. They're going to attack again. They're going to know there's not even uh, a quarter of the number that John said they actually were, and they'll be defeated. You know, instantly. So John's literally just kind of more or less grasping for straws here, where he's like, "I'm just going to go try to kill the leader. That's all I can do." <laughs> yeah, I. I guess. Why not freeze the tunnel? Like, turns out the scythe works really well. Let's just freeze the tunnel and build another scythe. You know, just yeah, keep building scythes all along the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's another thing we missed. Uh, we forgot to talk about. It was, it was that giant scythe, which I would just like to say was amazing. It was, it yeah, was great to see. Good. It was great to see. I just I loved it so much. Well, the the one hand left hanging. <laughs> yeah, that was sweet. I mean, like, <laughs> that's one of the best parts about these battle scenes is is some of the kills we get, and mm-hmm. and that was a good one as well. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should have rather than writing notes on the scenes, we should have write notes on the kills and then like <laughs> string it together and hope, hope the scenes make sense. <laughs> the nights rewatch top ten kills of Game of Thrones <laughs> number ten. Ah, <laughs> uh, number one. No, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one easily goes to the guy that got sh- shot by the giant's arrow. Easily. That's my favorite. Yeah, right. yeah. Five. That's great. Crushed by, <laughs> crushed by Mammoth is number two. <laughs> but that was like friendly fire. That was like a poor kill. That's true, but it was still a Mammoth crushing a dude, so that's why it, uh, it, all, it all works out. Yeah, meanwhile... Gred doesn't even get the courtesy of an on-screen death. He's dead. Yeah, yeah like he didn't get like grabbed or anything and like squished or anything like that. Like it was just oh, he, he 
I wonder how he died. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> this is actually at the end that they find um, <clears throat> Gren and friends in the... I call them Gren and friends. I mean, like, they probably are. Gren and friends, <laughs> Gren and friends is a good way to categorize it, though. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the ruins of, of the giants there with them. So, like, yeah, should have should have frozen the tunnel. Six more men if you had. Oh, well. Yep. <laughs> Counting numbers on mistakes. <laughs> Coulda, woulda, shoulda. All right. Final thoughts on the episode. We got to go. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved it. It's yeah, easily one it was of my. Great. Oh, it's it was right great. up there. It's a battle fight. So I can you know tell me. you're gushing. How about you, Vincent? <laughs> no, I, I'm. I'm on. I'm on Jake's side. Was a was an awesome episode. It was good. Many many people died. It was it was a good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a good kill count. What is a good kill count? It was a, it was a very good kill count. God, you, you guys, I, I swear we're watching for different reasons sometimes. Like, I'm like, oh, the story. <laughs> no, and you're like, all oh, the no. kills. That was basically me joking. No, there were, were many very good shot scenes in it. Uh, I liked yeah, the, the, that there was a big battle again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, was, I'll tell you what. I, th- I think barring the foreshadowing with... Uh, with a grit and like who she's gonna kill if they kill John. Um mm-hmm. barring that little bit of foreshadowing, I mean every scene had a purpose. Uh mm-hmm. and all the all the talking scenes especially and uh, and they all did good character development and you got to see Sam trying to be like, Well what's girls like how sex work <laughs> kind of thing. And like yeah. that was really sweet. Yeah. You have um like all right, so this is Ollie doing his best when he's looking scared and, and being told grab a sword, grab a weapon, and, and uh, having to deal with that, you know, and having um, having Gren with his moments, uh, having to take men downstairs, and having um, Ed stuck on the fucking wall. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's got some really good dialogue scenes here, as well as... Yeah, it was yeah. structured really well. It had a beginning, yeah. a middle, an end, and it was all, s- like, 99% solid through the whole thing, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it was, it was just like watching like had... a, a separate special. <laughs> yeah, it was... And if only they had a couple more giants to throw at the ball, then uh, then we could. Yes, a giant, giant trebuchet. (laughs) Not not (laughs) throw at the wall. I just had like walk towards the wall. But (laughs) fair enough. We have already talked about throwing it. So yeah. (laughs) All right. This has been the night's rewatch podcast. There you go, Jake. Hope everyone's enjoyed this episode. (laughs) For now, our rewatch has ended.